Little did you know you are strong, smart, insightful, beautiful, hilarious, loyal, and loved. The podcast you need to navigate your 20s. Little did you know with Shelby Eastwood. sure whatever did whatever time of day you are listening to this happy monday and welcome to february february it has been a very long um last couple days um as i'm sure you might have seen my instagram post but um We'll get more on that later, but I want to jump right into today's episode because I have a super special guest, Andrea. She is from the Toronto area, which is really cool, and we're going to talk about finding yourself, all things self-love, and um, just how we can just embrace ourselves more and the importance of that. So she's already in the waiting room, so we're going to take a quick break and we will have her on. Hi, Andrea. Hi, Shelby. It's nice to meet you. Same here. So, I um, you're in Toronto, aren't you? Yes, I am. That's so awesome. You're like the, I've spoken with another Canadian, but he was all the way in BC, so it's kind of cool you're like close to me. <laughs> I, I loved it when I found out you are from Toronto. Oh. I was like, yay, somebody's close to me too, yeah. <laughs> cool to meet people uh you didn't you didn't even know they live so close right yeah. for sure yeah. so what so what kind of brought you to canada then uh love Aww. my my husband i met him when i was in romania and in 2016 and it took us a while to be together we went through hell and back honestly and in 2017, uh, December 18th, I finally managed to come with my boys and we've been together, like not together as together, but living together ever since. I love it. Oh, that's, so. that's amazing. Um, do you want to just kind of tell my listeners about your story? What inspired yeah. you to do what you do? Like, tell me about you and your story. Well, thank you for asking that. Um, you know... You know Simon Sinek and his why, the idea of the why, have, have a why? Mm-hmm. Well, this is my why, my family. My family, uh, and you will always hear me talk about either my children, my husband, because they are my why. I, I, see, I see my family as four miracles. I have a husband and uh, three children, two with my former husband, two boys, and a girl with him. And I, these these amazing extraordinary people are the reason why i have done everything in my life even before meeting them Aww. it may sound odd and if you're laughing when you're listening to this please laugh because uh i found out only after everything happened I all the healing all the challenges i've put myself through or life has put me through all the things that i've learned about relationships and emotional intelligence you know all the things that draw me to to take some classes, to be somewhere, to do, take some action. They all uh, made me who I am, and who I am is the person who 
can have these four people in my life and who really has um, a role in their life. And I love it. I, I love to see all of us, but especially my family, mm-hmm. having the freedom to be themselves, having uh, the environment that supports them to fulfill their potential, mm-hmm. having uh, the support that they need to find out their why, to find out their gifts, their talents, and being able to use them and, and see where they want to go. You know, that independence, that freedom, that support, the safe environment we all need and we're looking for, you know, yeah. they are my why. And I extend this desire and vision for myself and my family. And I bring it through everything I do uh, to have impact in the world and show others the same thing. Like you can feel safe. You have a vision. You are precious. You you have around you all the things you need so you can fulfill your potential and show us who you are, why you're here, and help us because we can help each other by being ourselves. That's so amazing. I feel like that's really hard sometimes to figure out like like your specific purpose in this world. And I feel like that's something that a lot of people like struggle to kind of realize and and take within themselves. Yes, and uh, I have a I have a speaking and voice coach, uh, Lori Smith from Voice Matters. She she's the one who um, just like Lisa Nichols, if you know her, the transformational coach. Both of them say a similar thing, which is we don't have just one purpose. Like we have a big one, the big one that is bigger than our life, and we don't know it. We we never know it. It's just driving us, you know, like pulling us softly through life. And then we have small ones, Mm -hmm. the small ones that take us from here to there, from A to B, then from B to C. And it's the small ones we want to know and find out. Those are easier to find out. And how, do you want to know how we can find them? Yes, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, How I've seen works is... Um, by being aware of what's inside you and what what it, what makes you do or not do something, what makes you make a decision or not make a decision at all, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and and by uh, playing with this uh, and seeing where it takes you, you you find which is yours, which is not yours, which comes from. Uh, your heart, your core, which is not yours and comes from the outside. And and even if it's not yours, you know, sometimes people, your parents, grandparents, your boss, your colleagues, your friends, whoever loves you and cares about you, they give you some tips, some advice, some insight even. When I say insight, I see something that comes from their heart, from their intuition, their gut. And if you're listening and you you start believing i'm like yeah i never thought of myself of being a podcast host huh yeah let me try that yeah never (laughs) right shelby becomes a podcast host so it's um you find your purpose by exploring by taking challenges by trying out by being curious Mm -hmm. being curious you know not that curiosity that kills the cat (laughs) because curiosity doesn't kill the cat by the way that's that's nonsense (laughs) curiosity just 
helps the cat know about the world and herself, right? True. We know that cats always fall on their fours, on all fours. So <laughs> let's remember that too. That, that's 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 good. I never th- I've always thought like curiosity kills the cat, but I never thought of it kind of that way. And that's that's really interesting. I like that. Um, when we were when I was just kind of like looking at your bio and stuff like that, um, you mentioned something about uh, mastering the art of letting go. And this to me is very I'm very curious about this because um, in my past, like there's been a lot of traumatic experiences when I was younger, like through difficult and unhealthy relationships and I have a really hard time I've worked on it but I've had a really hard time letting that go or like if somebody's wrong to me I like hold on to it for like ever so how can we master that art of letting go like you mentioned thank you for asking um uh, I know how it's like I've been in your shoes and it's a continuous game Mm -hmm. um I see in letting go five steps. Okay. And I, I, um, I'm asking you and listeners to know, I'm, or I'm inviting you to, to realize that I have been through trauma. I'm not sure if it's similar to yours, but I've been through big, big stuff. Stuff where uh, people abused my trust. Mm-hmm. Uh, abuse my trust related to business, related to love and, and love relationships. And, you know, so I, I've been used and abused in many ways. And I've also uh, been in situations where I clinged on to uh, either relationships or circumstances yep. or um, decisions or ways or tools or, uh, you know, anything. I mean, there's anything can be something we cling on to and need to let go right what i have noticed and learned from experience is that no matter what happens there are five big steps okay and in uh learning to let go and being able to let go the first thing is accepting something needs to change if you're in a situation and even if somebody tells you your dear friends your mother your father whoever right somebody tells you Shelby, that is what's going on. And you're like, no, (laughs) right? That's denial. You're not accepting that there is something going on that doesn't serve you anymore Mm -hmm. uh, uh, or needs to be adjusted in some way, right? So first, accept something needs to change. The second thing related to this one is having the courage to hear your own truth and because we are always in relationship with something, a relationship with self, relationship with humans, relationship with a business, and everything we do as humans is a relationship with something. So whatever we are relating to, uh, hear the truth of the other party. Uh-huh. You know, um, it's maybe it sounds odd, but I'm a business owner. So the truth is my business needs me to be and do certain things. If I don't accept the truth, I will not take those actions and help my business. So I will not serve myself. You know, I won't help myself. True. Right? So this is the second thing. Have the courage to hear your own truth and the truth of whoever is involved. The third step is, once you heard the truth, you're swallowing a bit like, "Mm, okay. (laughs) Have the willingness to receive it. So, you know, when everybody knows 
active listening, right? Yeah. You have to hear, so your ears hears, your brain hears, but do you take that in? Do you integrate? Do you realize what is going on? Not just so, having it go in one ear and out the other. Yes, and um, receiving is in the mind, receiving is in the heart, and it is difficult, very, very challenging to accept in the heart the truth. Yep. You know, the mind can say, yeah, I can see that, like, but if I, if I don't speak to Shelby, this interview can never happen, right? Yeah, but will the heart accept uh, that if we don't connect, this communication cannot be valid, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, I'm, I'm, maybe I'm exaggerating here, but you know what I mean? There are levels in everything. There are levels of perception, of in- integration, and all of that. So then we accepted that something needs to change. We took the courage to hear. We had the willingness to receive the truth. What is next? Okay, so you got the truth. What is next? You just be with it? No. You have to make a decision. You have to make a choice. And a choice is also a decision. Whatever you choose, you made a decision. Yeah. So you got to make that decision. And own it. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I didn't think of that. But yes, it's right. Make the decision and own it. I, so then we have six steps instead of five. <laughs> um, because like you say, if you don't own the decision, uh, you know, the word coward was in my mind. And it's true. Yeah. Like you're a coward. Yeah. Just, just whatever it is, you know, um, these days, uh, you know, we have polarities, especially here in Canada and everywhere in the world. And when it, when it comes to pro con or whatever, the, the thing is, whatever we choose, just own it, take the responsibility for the consequences, good or bad, hurtful or not of your decision. That's when you become empowered. That's when you are able to say to everybody who says, oh, you did that and you did that. And you'll say, yes, and I own it. Mm-hmm. You know, that is empowering. So then you, you did that. You took the decision, took responsibility for it, and take the first step. Start with the first step. Take action. Do what's necessary to continue a journey in a different way. And then keep up and you have to persevere to get the results uh, if that decision brings. Because if you don't, if you just do one step and you don't do the next and then the next and then the next, you will not gear, get to where you need to go. Yeah. It's like, um, it's like those, what's those, there's like six steps for, did, is it loss? It's like denial, anger, something it's what you're saying kind of reminds me of that yeah yes yes well maybe i say it in a different way because we're talking about uh letting go yeah yeah but like it's you can't get to the end result if you don't go through those steps kind of like loss or whatever it is yes Mm -hmm. yes and we do we just talked at the mental level but all these steps have a lot of emotion. Oh yeah. You know, first you're angry and frustrated. Maybe you have rage, like ah, oh, what he did, and then you're like, ah, what I want this, and then <laughs> you know. So you go through. There's a roller coaster of emotions. Oh yeah. And all these stuff, and know that it's okay. It's okay yeah. to go through everything. Don't stop yourself from going through the process just because you feel something that 
your family, yourself, or whoever told you, oh, but it's so wrong to feel that. No, it's not wrong. Yeah. Feelings are okay. Making a decision based on feelings may not be okay. That decision is going to hurt you or others. Mm-hmm. But feeling is okay. I, I totally agree with that. Um, that's some good advice. I'm gonna, definitely going to use that. Um, something that... So this one is kind of hard for me to admit. And when we were chatting before um, recording the episode, you mentioned listening, hearing something in one of my episodes. And at first I was like, oh my God, she listened. That's so cool. And then when I read what you said, I was like, damn, she picked the one thing that I vividly remember saying and might not have been the best thing for me to say, but in that moment, like I felt like it was the truth. Um, And so you mentioned that I had said, in quotes, I'm just a nobody, like, this is like a nobody podcast, whatever, it's not gonna be big, blah, blah, blah. And I remember reading that, and when you had said that, and I remember feeling ashamed that somebody actually noticed and called me out on it. Um, tell me where, like, why, like, how did you, like, why did you notice that, that I had said that? <laughs> First of all, I want to acknowledge that on your podcast, you are showing with vulnerability and authenticity and this is what we all need to hear oh thanks so i want to i want i want to uh know that i'm grateful you're doing this because this is something that in life and business my business coaches and me and my work with my clients we, we all work for people to understand that vulnerability is power uh-huh. so please uh when you're thinking of this situation that you said something which was a vulnerable thing and then somebody else like me which is your guest uh you know called you out on it is 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 actually um an empowering thing it's a it's a proof of having a power vulnerability is power is honesty is is it's it's something that speaks to the integrity of the person and speaks to the integrity we have within um, then um, related to what I felt and saw in, the, in while hearing this was related to how we value ourselves. And I remember I told you we need to talk. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm an empowering or co-empowering coach and I really want to see people seeing their true value. I've been through the same thing. Uh, I wouldn't say the same thing, forgive me. The same let's say process, Mm -hmm. thought process is you, and maybe the emotional process too, where I was looking at somebody who is a successful person or an achieved, you know, somebody who reached a high level in something, and I wasn't at that level. And I was like, "Ah, I'm just a nobody. I said it to myself. And other people told me, and I realized, first of all, we are at the same level all of us nobody's superior inferior to the other we all have unique gifts that makes us spark uh or glow wherever we are then um i remember something that i'd never known uh and until my friend roxanne who um she, roxanne schuler is a minister at brookmont interfaith church in in canada and uh, sorry, not in Canada, United States. I love her. I bring her close. <laughs> uh, she told us, me and a couple of other friends, about this concept of humbleness and and being humble in the Jewish uh, spiritual thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's about 
Um, and I, I'm, I ask forgiveness to all the listeners who know about this better than I, I do. I'm just, I just uh, say what I understood out of it. Mm-hmm. It's about the space we occupy in the world. So they say that uh, there's a balance, and the balance is where you don't take more space than is rightfully yours, and you also don't take less then it's rightfully yours. What I see is there's a limit between um, humbleness and putting yourself down. Okay. So uh, I noticed with you and others uh, in the world, we want to stay humble, be humble, stay humble, see the level where we're at that we need to grow. And at the same time, we must remember that uh, we should not put ourselves down. So the, that I'm just a nobody is the level where we start to put ourselves down and devalue ourselves. I, I can see that. I didn't say that thinking that, but I can see where that, I can see maybe like subconsciously. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So that's, that's the thing. We don't do it consciously. Mm-hmm. It comes from the wounds. It comes from the conditioning it comes from the experiences we had and again i say what i said in the beginning everything we do the way we live as humans is in relationship to something Mm -hmm. and uh inevitably as humans we compare ourselves Mm -hmm. to one another and from this unconscious or subconscious comparison wounding everything comes this whatever we say to the world and then we're like damn why did i say that (laughs) especially when somebody points it out you're like (laughs) ah this is a gross moment right no for sure somebody else makes you aware of something you said then i encourage you and invite you shelby and everyone listening and me also when it happens to uh take the opportunity and grow with it like for sure. Now that somebody, now that somebody like, like we're not strangers, but like I'm like we we don't know each other. And now that somebody like, in this situation has pointed that out to me, I'll be like, okay, maybe maybe there is more to this than I actually thought. <laughs> yes, and uh, the best thing is to be curious, mm-hmm. to take it as, huh? Now why did I say that? Yeah. What, what's what is what's in there? What is the what are the jewels that are in in my treasure chest that I can bring out and and use it in my life to empower me and also I can make it a lesson like you're doing now for your listeners mm-hmm. and, and this is going to help others too like hey this is what I'm learning <laughs> it's hard to, to to accept that sometimes but I I hear what you're saying and I'm just like I have to like find it within me to to accept that sure i'm not maybe this podcast is maybe in like not a nobody you know what i mean <laughs> so everything shelby um really i wanted to uh to hear this I, really i loved it and i love it when people come to me and say hey i want to i want to hear i want to ask you questions i want to hear about this and this and that i love this I take it as a curiosity thing mm-hmm. and I take it as an opportunity for us both to learn. For sure. And uh, this is, uh, you know, this is self-love. 
yeah. uh, talking about um, recognizing what you said and and you know having hard time to accept. This is love yourself. Mm -hmm. Let's love ourselves when somebody um, brings to our awareness something that it's not quite okay for us. Yep. You know, it's this is a let's love ourselves for everything we say, everything we do. We are growing. We are not perfect. We are, you know, striving towards. But it's, I, I, I love that. Like, thank you for pointing out that I had said that. I remember saying that. And so just thank you for pointing that out and being like, hey, it's not okay. Don't say that. And I was just and so I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about uh, relationships because in your 20s and stuff and like anybody going through their 20s, maybe even early 30s, like anybody really um, healthy relationships are hard. And I know that when, well, for me personally, like you see like my friends or, or my peers, you see one or the other, you see people either in a very toxic relationship or a very serious like marriage type relationship. And the rest of us are just kind of like in the middle, you know what I mean? And like, sure, you can like compare them, compare yourself to those successful relationships, but then you see your friends in the toxic relationships and there's kind of like nothing really in between. And we feel like we're just kind of stuck in the middle trying to find like the quote unquote right person. So like, how can we have a healthy relationship with others, like romantically, I guess, sort of speak? When I'm listening to you, my heart is crying because I remember how life was for me uh, in my, even before my 20s, you know, in my mm -hmm. teen years and, and beyond. Uh, and even now, you know, I'm, I'm 41 soon and um, it, it's been tough. It is really tough to want something and look around you and see the world as different and does not live by does not encourage, does not support, or does not give you something to hold on to. Mm -hmm. So what I did and helped me, and I'm doing it like on a daily basis, like it became part of me, I integrated it, is to start with who am I? Mm -hmm. What are my values? Yeah. What, what do I want to stand up for? What do I want to live by? Like what, what is, what is, the reason why I'm living anyway. Why do I get up in the morning? Mm -hmm. What keeps me alive and awake? What keeps me having this interview? What keeps me going to school, going to work? You know, what keeps me having this friend? Do I really need this friend? How can I be myself? How can I empower myself? How can I, um, how can I find what really helps me? What is healthy for me? So it starts with questions. So it starts with knowing yourself, knowing your truth, having a backbone. You know, I'm a big fan and a big, um, I'm crazy on integrity. Mm -hmm. Integrity is one of my brand values, personal values. One of the things that my dad passed on to me through sharing his stories, through sharing how he faced adversity, how he faced challenges uh, when uh, there were people trying to, bribe him or uh, get him to do illegal stuff or whatever, you know. So what I've learned is everything starts with building integrity. Even if you don't know what your values are, even if you don't know what you believe in, that's okay. Start with asking a question. Whenever we ask a question, something, somebody is going to give us an answer, a tip, something, you know. Ask yourself the question and the universe, 
divine god whatever you believe in or simply life just call it life life is going to give you the answer it's going to start with a whisper perhaps like a very hey that's you know <laughs> and then it may become a, a yell uh i had an interview with uh with a friend of mine charlene madam and from canada and she she went through uh a lot of trauma, a lot of stuff, and she was ready to kill herself. She had a plan. She went to an event, and three times there was a whisper saying, what about you? Second time, what about you? And the third time was, what about you? You know, it was it was a yell. So we always have, uh, get these chances, all the, these opportunities. So first, what are your values? What are the things you believe in? What makes you stand up for and live by? What what is empowering you? Um, what is yours and what comes from the outside? And what you want to keep from what is yours, or you want, or what do you want to change? What do you want to keep or change from what comes from the outside? There's a continuous play with. But my mom says, but my dad says, but my boyfriend says, or does or thinks, and and you're like. Right now, I guess you don't see me, but I'm putting my, I'm covering with my hands, my, my, you know, my head and all that. And you're just locking yourself in or going inside so much so that you don't live anymore. Okay. Um, and um, have a vision. Please have a vision. Like you need your why. You need something to uh, move, to dr- be driven by, uh-huh. to move towards you and be driven by. Um, and um, there's another thing that that relates to that. Know that this is about increasing your inner power. When you have people you love who are addicted or who do something that is painful, horrible, whatever, right? You need to have your inner strength to a level where you are, you know, a balloon, right? A balloon is inflated. And the pressure inside the balloon, it's the inner strength. And the pressure outside the balloon is the social pressure, your peers, your relatives, whoever, right? Colleagues and whatnot. Mm -hmm. If you want to be strong, if you want your values, beliefs, integrity and everything to hold on and uh, for you to move forward without leaning into what doesn't serve you, then make sure the pressure inside the balloon is as strong as or bigger than the pressure outside it. I like that. I like that. That's, it's, yeah. (laughs) This is suicide prevention. For sure. This is how you prevent yourself from cutting yourself, from harming yourself in any way, from staying in hurtful relationships, Uh from accepting people in your life who don't bring something helpful and and all of that. I wrote... I wrote, I'm not sure if you've ever heard of the blog. I've mentioned this in previous episodes, um, the blog Thought Catalog. So, so it's like this big, they have like half a million followers on Instagram and what have you. And so like, I like to write sometimes when I'm feeling anxious or whatever. And I wrote this article, um, 10 things I learned after a year of therapy and it actually got published to their site. And one of the things was what you just mentioned and being like, does that person bring me joy? Does that person, is that person, um, bringing something to my life that's positive and if not cut like you don't need them in your life whether that be friends family's a tough one but like it includes them too and that was something that I've learned over this past year and you just mentioned it so like that's that's really cool I have a may I share a story yeah, of course 
So the biggest story of an unhealthy relationship is related to my ex. Please know that I love him still. Uh, he is a, a great father and uh, we have a healthy connection and he is in our life and my, my boy's life. And also know that we went through a lot of stuff um, and it was a very unhealthy relationship at some point. So we started beautifully, was felt like it was the right one and all that, but actually I had signs. And this is the wording that I, I, I invite us to, to have in mind. The red flags. We always have red flags when, uh, when we start having relationships of any kind, mm -hmm. even with our, especially with our relatives. Okay. Um, and, uh, again, we come to that thing of letting go, right? Remember the steps. So yeah. go back and listen to, to this, uh, because it's the same thing acknowledging the truth and what's happening and knowing that there's a change that needs to happen. So it started with, it started with something beautiful, spiritual that I connected with. It was a divine thing in my opinion, but shortly after, or in the same time, it was a lie. Uh, it was a lie about his family history. Uh -huh. It was, a, it was related to his perception of him seeing himself. I won't get into details out of respect for him. Um, is, is that it's just the red flags, the lie. Then it was the, um, elements of a narcissistic person. Yep. When you, you speak to the person and you feel like I always give this, I don't know if anybody else feels like me, but for me, anytime I feel a narcissistic person, it feels like there is a wall of glass, a thick glass between me and the other person. I say something, I even yelled at that person, right? And they are walking next to me like nothing happened. Just, you know, upright and like just looking forward. And uh, it's like they have some very big freaking cushion around <laughs> their ear and head and heart. Nothing passes through that uh, wall of glass, yep. you know? And I literally felt like I was, you know, Smashing it. my fist, right? Like I was hitting that wall. It was excruciating pain for me. So uh, these were signs, specific signs of being in an unhealthy relationship from the start, even though it started with a divine thing. And there was love. You know, the oddest thing with these relationships, there's love. Yeah. Freaking love yep. that makes you still be in it, right? Yep. That's so, what that's what makes you stay even when you realize you shouldn't. Yes, yes. And that's when that's when you gotta lean back and look at yourself. Uh, and this is what helps you realize if you're in a healthy or unhealthy relationship. Look back at yourself like being an observer. Just observe yourself and observe your relationship, observe the past, what has happened. And, and, and just look, it's like, it's not your, this is a movie. I'm just watching a movie and I'm seeing someone called Andrea and seeing someone called X. And then I see how X is reacting, how Andrea is. And I'm, I'm like, this Andrea is in a codependent relationship. She has self value issues and self love issues and, and all of that. Oh, and it makes sense. She lost her mother when she was in Avon. Oh, okay. I get it now. And then you start feeling love for yourself and, and the other person. So, um, so it's easier to, uh, uh, acknowledge what happens and see where you're at and make decisions, even if you love the person. So just yeah. to end the story, 
uh, years went by. We have we have two children. Uh, he went to uh, study in uh, in another country for four years. I lived with my kids for two years, like a single mom. I was abandoned, but I did not feel abandoned. And at some point, I I was fed up. I realized the truth, and I had the courage to say, "I so love him. I put him on a pedestal, but I need my life back. Yeah, I need myself and my life back." And I need to offer these these kids uh, the life that they and we deserve. So I I was shaking when I told him I want a divorce. I was really shaking like there was an earthquake, the uh, the highest earthquake possible, you know. And um, and I did it. So I'm encouraging Aww. you. Whatever happens, if in, even if it's your mother, your brother, who somebody who you love, oh my God, you love so much, you would give your life for them. Please step back, look at yourself like in a movie, and um, and see what you can do. Oh, I love like I'm very proud of you for for recognizing that because I know I know it's a hard thing to do. <laughs> yeah, and it's um, and you know what? I'm still feeling the 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 result of that decision because the divorce affected my children. Yeah, no, for sure. I'm my parents divorced when I was five, so I get that. <laughs> yeah, so we're this is a this is a wound. I'm acknowledging this. This is a wound that uh, we, both of us, have done to our children for life. And honestly, there's no way we can fix that. The only thing that they can do is uh, heal themselves. Yeah. But we cannot fix it. We did it. Yeah. Um, What's the best relationship advice you've ever received? (laughs) Uh, I'll be short here. (laughs) I'm in uh, in Romania in 2003, between 2003 and 2005. I met an extraordinary couple uh, of old people, uh, an old couple, and the thing that impressed me so much is that although they've been through communism and uh, he was he worked for the secret service and they he didn't want to be a traitor and do all the things that the secret Romanian secret service uh, wanted him to do and all of that, so he hid himself for twenty years in a garbage. How do you say uh, a dumpster? No, uh, you know what they throw the garbage, the the black bin. A dumpster. Okay, dumpster. <laughs> so, but it was a uh, landfill. Landfill. Okay, okay. So he was in. Yes, so he went to a landfill in his city, and for twenty years he grew a garden and all of that. He cleaned some space in there, and he lived to be protected. And I asked them, "How come you stayed together for four years, going through all this?" And their answer was, "Laughter." the sense of humor no matter what happened no matter what challenges they had no matter how hard it was even when it reached their bone in in the pain uh, sense um, they always had sense of humor they made fun of it and they made fun of each other they made fun of themselves and I'm telling you it is that this is the thing that represents them so uh, I, I've learned to laugh at myself and laugh with my husband, and this is what we're doing. And this, the thing that I've learned, which relates to the story that I shared with you before, yeah. is be honest with yourself first, then honest with others. And here's why I'm, this is a huge thing, and here's why I'm saying that. If both my first husband and I would have, um, would, would have been... Um, honest with with ourselves and then with each other, many things would have stopped before they became too big. True. You know? Because both of us did things that hurt ourselves and each other much more than it should have. 
So the first thing that I, I've done in my current relationship when I met my, my second husband, which is indeed my perfect partner, is to be honest. I, I was honest with myself and I said, what do I want, what I don't want? And then I was honest with him and I said, this is what I don't want anymore. And this is what I want from now on. And it works perfectly. I like, I love that. I, I like how you kind of put in like, not like a silly answer, but like a positive answer, like laugh with your partner, like be, do tell each other jokes and like laugh at yourself, but also be honest with yourself at the same time. And I think that's perfect advice, to be honest. Yes. And if you're looking at it from the point of relating and communicating these two things, being able to laugh and also being able to, which, which brings, you know, think of improv and flexibility and then and resilience also then think of honesty which which builds true communication mm-hmm. and we need to learn how to communicate because through communication we open we open relationship we open our hearts we open our minds and we build bridges and bring harmony 100% I totally agree I have one more question for you yeah so I like to finish um, everyone I talk to I kind of like to get a little inside of this so something that I'm slowly starting to tell people is I am working on writing a book um, and it kind of incorporates my stories and like how to help. Basically, it's the same idea of the podcast, but like in book form, so to speak. And at the end of every chapter that I've done so far, I write advice that I wish I knew, advice that I would tell my younger self after having gone through those experiences. And so I write that from my point of view. And so on the podcast, I like to ask my guests, if you could go back and tell your 20-year-old self anything, what would you tell her? I love this question so much. Gosh, I'm so happy we met. (laughs) I wish somebody asked me that. Um, Can I share my story, just a bit of this? Absolutely. 20 years ago, I read... Paolo Coelho, I hope I pronounced his name right, The Alchemist. Okay. This this is the book that shifted my life. It made me be aware of my heart and listening to my heart. So in my 20s, I actually opened up myself for my truth, my vision, my why, my everything. I just didn't know it. So what I would say to my 20-year-old self while going back is... be yourself be your freaking self no matter what people tell you no matter how hard your life is no matter how much you see that there is so much evil in the world there there are so many bad things happening there are so many many people hurting out of nothing uh or careless people or you know whatever you see whatever you see acknowledge it and keep being yourself stand up for yourself uh, follow your heart and do not stop whatever you want to do that it's in your gut in your heart in your being in your core whatever it is right deep in your bones just do it take action take one small step and ask ask people around you your your wise people the wise people in your life know and even if they are not as wise 100% just ask them and they will give you something, some tips, some insights, some wisdom, some experience, some, something that you can hold on to and you can be like, ah, okay, I'm going to muster the courage 
and I'm gonna do that because we need that I didn't do that I how I see it for me was since from in, in the last 20 years I lost so much time money relationships that didn't serve me you know I lost relationships I lost meaning that I put the energy and effort and love and everything in relationships and things that did not serve me and so I, I lost things that I could have had, you know, uh, I could have reaped the fruits of my endeavors. I could have meet more, met more fantastic people along the way. Uh I did. And you always do get where you need to be. I'm still where I'm supposed to be right now. Uh But why waste 20 years (laughs) or five years or even a year or even a second, right? Why waste even a second when you can actually Take action now, hug yourself, give yourself a bear hug, say yourself, I love you, and put your name in there, look at yourself in the mirror, look in your bright, green, blue, whatever beautiful color of your eyes, because that's where you see your soul, look into your soul and say, I love you, let's do this, and start doing it, because the world needs you the way you are, and, um, you know, what, what happens and what happened to me later was you'll spread your wings far and wide. You see why your heart, your God, whatever, led you through anything and everything because you are precious for all of us. I love that. I, I love that so much. Um, where can my listeners find you? Instagram, websites, blogs, where can we find you? So I have a website, but before talking about my website, I really invite those listening right now if you enjoyed what Shelby is doing and our conversation, please pause this audio and go to Spotify, Apple, Podcast, wherever you are, and leave a review and say what you liked about this show, about this conversation, and pay it forward. Let other people know so they can be helped uh, by what they can hear. Oh, and <laughs> you can find me at uh, andreapetrut.ca with p-e-t-r-u-t and you can also find me on instagram with living with a healing heart on facebook uh, i am andrea Petrut coaching uh, i'm also on linkedin so i'm trying to be everywhere uh on youtube i posted some videos on living with a healing heart so just i think you just need my name and google me and you'll <laughs> you'll find me and i invite everybody including you or especially you if you have some questions you have uh you, you need some support Please don't hesitate to uh, write me at hello at andreapetro.ca. Wherever you find me, you can we can jump on a quick call, 20-minute call. And if I can help you, please allow me to, to support you in any way because I believe in you. I believe you have a voice. I believe no matter the age, we all have wisdom. I, I listen to my uh, 10-year-old, my, my 3-year-old, you know, like... Um, so uh, let's do this together. Let's let's connect and help each other. This is what we need. So tell Shelby you like this. Go now and leave a review and hope to hear from all of you. So. You're so sweet. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to chat with me. I really appreciate it. I loved it. Oh, thanks. And we'll we'll chat and we'll connect soon. For sure. Okay. Thanks, Andrea.
So I don't know about you, but um, that was a pleasure speaking with her. Um, I can't believe she literally is so close. <laughs> um, I really like the things that she said about like literally make each other laugh when you're in a relationship. I think that that's super important and something we don't do enough. And um, she gave a really lot of good, really good relationship advice actually. Um, and the fact that she just helps like so many other women and um, just providing like that positive support um, is phenomenal because I feel especially like women don't do that enough like support each other um, as we see in the media and stuff uh, but it's she's such a kind human and so so nice and thoughtful and um, I'm just I'm really proud of her and all that she's gone through and and having her realize um, what she deserved and what her boys deserved and getting it out of that her first relationship and then finding the one is so cute um, we all deserve to find the one and I'm really happy that Andrea did and that she was willing and open and vulnerable enough to share her story so that I think that was super awesome um, make sure you guys check out all of her her website and her Facebook and social and Instagram handles um, all tagged in the post the episode post from today and um it was just I was just that was such an inspiring conversation and I think that we can all take something out of what Andrea said and use it especially as we go through the our 20s because it's it's a hot mess of a time for sure so anyway have a great week everybody and we'll chat next week (laughs) 